Hey, welcome back to Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. I'm excited you're here. This is the third part of our connection, emotions, and intuition. So what I want to do today is I want to talk a little bit about love because that's actually the most powerful emotion in the positive. That's the most powerful emotion that we actually experience. And how does love and intuition, how do they connect? And why is love important? Why is love important in regards to your intuition? What I want you to do is I want you to think of someone you love and just think of someone that you love right now and then focus on what you love about them. And you can almost feel the love. They're not there in front of you. They're not standing there. You're just thinking about them. Focus on how much you love them and you can almost feel the love growing and getting bigger and you can feel your heart like it's going to burst, like it feels so good. And then what I would like you to do also is I want you to focus on someone that you're not a big fan of, someone you don't love, focus on them, but do the same thing. You're not a big fan of theirs. You don't love them, but focus on what you do like about them. Just like you did in the first exercise, focus on what you do like about them and notice how your body relaxes. You feel calmer, you feel happier, you feel more relaxed because you're actually bringing positive into a situation that could possibly be negative. What I'm demonstrating here is that when it comes to linking love as the emotion that connects you to your intuition, we're using our heart as a decoder. So it actually makes you, because it's hard to tell the difference between when you're in love or when you're being intuitive. When you're thinking good thoughts about somebody or when it's your intuition that's bringing you these feelings and thoughts about somebody. And so what I'm going to suggest to you is that when we work within our heart space, when we work within the energy of love, and I teach this to my clients all of the time, all the time, another word that could be used in substitution for love would be the word appreciation. Appreciation is as close to love as you're going to get. Uh, because you're in appreciation for anything and everything that you love. And it's generally when you appreciate something, you tend to love it. For example, um, my, my house, and I'm going to bring my house up again a little bit later, but I absolutely love my house. I love my home. It is my dream home. It's absolutely fantastic. And when I get up in the morning and I reintroduce myself at the beginning of the day to my house, when I come out to have my first cup of tea or um, to look out the window and watch the sunrise or, or do my workout or whatever it is I'm doing in the morning, I'm offering up this enormous appreciation for my house. I love my house. Now, I'm not bringing up a person here. A house is an inanimate object. It's a house. But my point is that the emotion of love is in your heart. It's found in your heart space. And when you appreciate and love something outside of you, your heart is decoding that. And that allows you to create more of that around you. Let me explain. It's called manifesting. <laughs> so love is what manifests. And I, I cannot make it any simpler. I can't make it any easier for you than that. Love is what helps you manifest what you want in your life. Everything, all the money you want, all the cars you want, all the jobs you want, all the people you want, all the love you want, all the friends you want, the trips you want, all the things you want. Love is what manifests for you. So again, I was going to, I mentioned my house. I'm going to carry on with my house. 
this house, when we were house hunting, we were moving into the city off of an acreage from the country. And I was very excited. I was very excited. And we knew what our spending limits were. And we had all that information. We had a really good realtor. And what's really interesting is we didn't end up in the house that I thought we would end up in, not because I saw another house I liked. We didn't end up in the area I thought we would end up in because we never focused in this part of the city. We ended up here because of synchronicity. We were talking to our realtor initially, and David made a comment to him about he needs a three-car garage because he has a sports car, and he needs to put it away in the wintertime and drive another vehicle. And of course, I need my vehicle. And so the realtor said, I know a real nice place that's got a three-car garage. And he brought us up into the neighborhood where we currently live. Well, that house didn't work out. It was a home that was really big. It had an indoor pool and it had all kinds of features to it, but it was in foreclosure and it had been pretty much destroyed inside. Like there was a lot of parties that had been held there and that kind of thing, but it was huge. It would have made a great bed and breakfast. And the challenge for us was financially, we could have bought it, but we wouldn't have been able to fix it up. <laughs> so it could have been challenging. But what it did is it introduced us to this neighborhood that we weren't really all that familiar with. And we started finding little places here and we'd look at that and say, well, what about that house there and that house there? So the realtor started touring us around here. Now, we drove by on a street called Davison. We drove by our house that we're in right now every day, at least once a day. And it did have a sign out in the front yard, but it looked like it was bigger than we could afford. It looked very fancy and nice. And we really loved the house on the outside, but for some reason, we just didn't identify that this house would become a house we could get into. And we, but we weren't having any luck with any other houses. And so finally, one day I just said to the realtor, I said, could we take a look at that house that we, you know, that is on that, on Davidson? And he knew what house we were talking about. So he said, okay, let me see what I can do. I'll set up an appointment. So he did. And he got back to us and he said, the house on Denison uh, you can come by, we can see it at one o'clock tomorrow. And I said, what house on Denison? He said, the house you asked me for to look at. I said, oh, I thought that was on Davison. He said, yeah, the cross street and the actual address for the house that goes in front of the house is actually Denison. And I knew right there, right there, I knew that I was going to be living in this house. Why? Because of synchronicities. Two weeks, three weeks or so before we, we started really getting into house hunting, I was, I did an in-house call for a client. She was a shut-in and I went in to see her and we got talking and she reminded me so much of one of my aunts when I was growing up. Her name was Simone. She reminded me of Simone and I told her that. I said, you remind me of one of my French aunts. Her name was Simone. Well, she says, tell me about Simone. So I told her what I, what I could remember about Simone, what I knew. Oh my gosh, she said, her life could be my life. She said, the things she's done, the things she went through could be my story. And I started laughing and, and it was a really fun meeting. I had a great session with this client. So don't forget, I've told you about this now because as we move forward in time and we're now house hunting, my aunt Simon was married to a man named Dan. He was my very favorite uncle in the world. Now, Dan was a drinker, but he was one of those guys that they could take up north and he would work for six months, eight months, and he would live in camps and whatnot and never touched a drop, never had a drink. But once he got paid and he came back into town, he was done until somebody would pick him up, dry him out, take him back to camp. And that was the way he lived his life. He was one of the nicest, kindest, sweetest, 
most wonderful, happiest people I'd ever met in my life. He obviously lived his life his way. The reason I'm telling you this is because the house we ended up living in and the reason I knew I was going to be in this house without having seen the inside of it was because my aunt and uncle, their last name. Now, Dan and, and my aunt Simone divorced and they were friends still, but they were divorced. Uh, I even named one of my sons after my uncle Dan. I named him Dan, but their last name was Dennison and the street in front of my house. My address is on Dennison. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's my house. And when we came into this house, I knew without seeing the house that I was, I was going to be living here. But I was astounded when I came in and I got to walk through it and I looked at it and then I had an inspector come out. We walked through it for the inspection. Everything we would have needed to do to upgrade this house because it was built in 1990, oh, I don't know, four, 96. It was 96. Uh, yeah, 96. And so this house, I mean, it should have had a need for a lot of upgrades, but just, just two months before we looked at the house, um, the roof had been redone. Um, the, the whole house, the owner of the house was a man with very discerning taste, he and his wife. And he and she together literally redesigned the whole of the basement floor. And it, it's a most beautiful basement I've ever seen. He redesigned and redid all of the flooring and all of the carpeting on the main floor and on the upstairs. So there's a, there's the basement, the main floor and the upstairs. And everything was and now it had never been repainted that was the only thing that wasn't done it hadn't been repainted inside or outside but everything else had been done everything was upgraded it was really nice all the countertops all the cupboard doors everything had been upgraded and there was a sense of urgency for him he really wanted to move it's a house with in the houses that were built in 96 had several levels and came in cases so on our main floor it's a sunken living room is i've got a sunken office or a studio room down there um then there's stairs coming upstairs and of course stairs going down to the basement well uh his wife had Come, become very ill and she was having balance issues so this house no longer suited but they had redesigned everything in this house to accommodate the way that they wanted to live for the rest of their lives until they decided that they didn't want the house anymore and they would sell it well they also were coming to the end of the season of summer we were in september and there was a sense of urgency because they were also planning to go to mexico he wanted to have the house sold before he went the house had been on the market for a while he was a little bit overpriced to be to be sure but when we made the offer we made it very low we made a fairly very low offer i i consider now that i'm in the house and he countered but he didn't counter by all that much and we kind of bantered back and forth. I really liked him. He really liked me. And he said to me at one point, I want somebody in the house that's going to love this house as much as I do. I said, I promise I will love your house as much as you do. And he accepted our final offer. And within three weeks, we were moved into this house. A month, about three weeks, roughly. We closed within two weeks. We're in the house within three weeks. That's manifesting. That's love. That's synchronicity. 
That's intuition. So following my nose and following my guidance and remembering my conversations with my uh, client who reminded me so much of my Aunt Simon and seeing the name Denison in front of my house and remembering that this was like the most amazing man I had ever known aside from my father, I really knew this was going to be my home. That's following your intuition. But the emotional component of this, I've been in this house now for eight years, and the emotional component has, I've always been happy. It feels really good to be here. I love it so much. So there's an example of love and how love and intuition combine. Now, in the next session, in the last session on emotion and intuition, I want to talk about uh, another experience that can come about through your heart chakra. But what I want to emphasize here is that I manifested this house. Now, yes, I'm married, but I'm the one that does that kind of work in our relationship. I'm the one that actually, I'll get my husband inspired and feeling really good and creative, but he doesn't go into it as deep as I do. And it's because of the work that I do. But we manifested this home and we have loved this home ever since. When you are wanting something in your life, you want to create a new relationship or have find a relationship. You want to improve the relationship you have. You must come at it, at it from a loving heart. And even, and I'll touch on this briefly, even the situation around a mediumship, around connecting with your crossover loved ones, you have to do that from a loving space. Spirit lives in pure light, pure love, and all-knowing. Pure light, pure love, and all-knowing. There's no ego, okay? There's no ego. They're not concerned about cars and houses and all that stuff that I'm currently talking about. But if you want to connect with someone who's crossed over, or you want to connect with your guides, or you want to connect with your angelics, your loved ones, any energy in spirit, your pets, you can do it. You can do it. You can communicate with them. The only difference is they no longer have a physical presence on the planet. And if it's angelics and, and guides, well, in this lifetime, and angelics don't come for an experience physically on the planet. They live in support of us, exist in support of us on our journeys, how fortunate we are. But our, our pets, et cetera, you can manifest that, but you must come at it from a place of love. And there's so many people living in a place of grief, in deep, deep, dark emotion or anger and living in places of jealousy, greed, sadness, unhappiness. And they wonder why they don't have any good things in their lives. So are intuition and emotion connected? You absolutely bet they are. Intuition is your voice of spirit, your soul self talking, your soul self creating with you, the physical aspect of you. What do you want to create? And what do you want to manifest in your life? Be very careful what type of energy you're coming from. So for example, if you're looking for a new job and you really hate the job you're at, you're not going to get a new job any different than the old job because you're leaving it from your, you're reaching for the new job from a place of anger and hatred and unhappiness. You have to reach for the good things. So that's why I said, think of someone you love and then focus on what you love about them. Think about someone you don't love and focus on something you love about them, something you like. Same with your job. You don't love your job, but focus on the good aspects of your job because you want to improve your state. You don't want to have the same kind of job again. And same with the relationship. You get divorced or you break up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. 
and all of a sudden you're on your own and you're looking, you're lonely, you want a relationship. If you come out looking for a relationship from a point of sadness, of loneliness, of frustration, of I'll show him or her, the last partner, etc., you're going to end up with the same exact thing that you had before. And you don't want that to be your reality. You don't want that to be your story. So make sure that your emotional center is high. If you want to develop your intuition, your emotional center must be high. And then the world is your oyster and you can do anything. The next time I'm going to talk to you, you've noticed probably over the different periods of time when you listen to me, that I have a very raspy voice. That hasn't always been the case, but I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how that happened and how intuition and love happens and what the chakras, how they're involved in that process. So thanks for coming in. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now.